our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Welcome to Girls That Invest. Today is Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You're joined today by Sim and Sonia, two best friends who have a lot to say. Let's get into it. Hello, Sonia. Hi. I'm really stressed about this week's episode. Usually I say I'm excited, but this week is stress. A good stress? When has stress ever been good? I mean, sometimes you can use stress to your advantage. Yes. Okay. That's very true. This week's confession is from someone who spends a lot of time doing sports. She is training for a triathlon and this is what she had to say. Hi, Sim and Sonia. I'm currently training for a triathlon and I'm trying to find out if doing certain sports as an adult is expensive for everyone or just me. I get that certain sports are more expensive to do than others and it also depends on how often you do them or how seriously you take them. But even my husband's registration fee for a social five-a-side soccer team is $300 a session for four sessions a year. I feel like I have made a lot of room for triathlon expenses in my budget for things like the pool and gym access, and I have cut costs in other areas, like buying second-hand bikes off Facebook Marketplace, but I'm finding that it's all adding up super quickly. I love the sport and I want to continue by entering races, but they're also expensive. Does anyone else struggle with the cost of sport as an adult, or am I just being silly? Please help. Now, before we get into this week's episode, we want to thank our season sponsor, Rentapp, the ultimate tool for renters who won't let rent day ruin their vibe. Rentapp rescues you from the rent paying chaos. No more ancient ATMs, no more check mailing, no more juggling multiple apps. With Rentapp, it's hassle-free, straightforward, and guess what? There are no hidden fees or pesky weekly limits. But Rentapp isn't just about paying rent. It's your ticket to a brighter financial future too. There's even an option to report rent payments to boost your credit score, making home ownership more achievable. That's a huge money win. For our GTI listeners, we've got an exclusive deal. Using our referral link in the episode description, you get $50 cash back on your first rent payment. Don't wait for rent day dread. Download rent.app on the App Store and follow at rentapp on Instagram and Twitter. Check out the referral link in the description and make rent a breeze.
For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone, and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. I'm going to be honest. I feel like this listener is just a different type of strength. I cannot even imagine training for a marathon, let alone a triathlon. You have my utmost respect utmost love and I'm just in awe of you you know I always think people who push themselves physically and train themselves like that and are dedicated athletes in general with their you know focus determination I really do think it's admirable with that being said I didn't actually realize that sports was so expensive but When I did, so not an athletic person, but I did do netball in school for quite a few Mm -hmm. years and I completely forgot that my parents had to pay fees (laughs) to like have me do netball and surely with like inflation nowadays doing, you know, she said it was 300 per season. There's four seasons in a year. My gosh, that's a pretty penny to keep your kids in sport or like to keep yourself in sport. It's just, I guess, like the wider issue is how much is too much to spend on something that makes you happy? Because clearly this is one of those humans that finds doing a triathlon something that makes them happy. Like if if I was like, hey, Sonia, I am miserable when I run. I cannot swim and I'm paying all this money to do a triathlon. Sonia would be like, easy. That's not your value. (laughs) Quit. Be a quitter. (laughs) What do you do when it's something that you enjoy but it costs a lot. Like at what point do you stop doing it? It's heartbreaking because there are people that really enjoy things like painting and pottery and jewelry making and like these creative outlets that they can't sustain because it is expensive. It's expensive to get the materials. It's expensive to do everything, which is the same thing here. Like it's something that she's super passionate about. How do we make room for it in our budget? I first want to acknowledge that it's hard because I think that's also what you've asked and what you've said at the end of that, you know, does anyone else struggle with the cost of sport as an adult? I'm sure many, many people do. Heck, some people can't even afford a gym membership every fortnight, every month. So yeah, I think it is hard to do. If it is something that you are passionate about and something that you're really, it's like, why would you pay for a gym membership if you don't go? And I know a lot of people make jokes about it and it's like a funny thing, but also it's taking so much away from your bank account. You can use it for different things. 
if you're not using a gym membership and you're more of a walker or you're a runner or like you can do home exercises and YouTube like videos, there's so many alternatives to that. Whereas like I think with this, what are the alternatives? Well, you could do a triathlon by yourself. Why? Why? Yeah, it takes the fun out of it. You're not competing. You could just be like, I am going to run down this beach and then I'm going to <laughs> swim and then I'm going to jump on a bike and then just like do a little loop. But why? To be fair, that's what training is. <laughs> But you're like building up to something, you know. I have to ask this person like one serious question, which is, yes, this is a lot of money. Like I agree, but everyone has something in their life that they spend maybe more money on than they would otherwise. And that's just because that's what they value. Like a few Weeks ago, we had someone give a confession and say that they spend $300 on skincare every month. And that's still, you know, a lot of money. It was 300 pounds, actually. So it was like $600. But yeah, basically like Sonia and myself. And in that episode, we were saying, hey, this is something you value. And everyone's got something they value. And for you, it's running triathlons and doing sports. For someone else, it's buying really nice canvases and doing oil painting rather than acrylic painting because oil, you know, it feels better, but it's more costly. We all have, I don't like calling them guilty pleasures, but something that doesn't feel like it's productive to spend money on. And yet we spend money on them because we think we should be saving every single thing. But it leads to the question, what kind of life would we live if we didn't splurge on at least one area? Like, can't we just choose one? This person's doing all of these things, but it's not like they're trying to find the most expensive item and everything that she needs. You have said that you've made a lot of room for triathlon expenses in your budget. You've cut costs by buying a secondhand bike instead of a brand new one. Like, you already recognize the sacrifices that you need to make to do other things in your life. And I think that just shows you're smart, girl. We love it. If you are looking on ways to like saving money when it comes to sports, I think this person is already doing all the things that we would have been able to recommend. Like, hey, get secondhand gear. Hey, try to like pay for your fees early so that you can ask for a discount. But if you are still struggling with any hobby that you're doing and it's starting to add up, the sort of four things that I often find really helpful, which she's already starting to do, is obviously secondhand gear. The second is negotiating. So asking the provider that you're working with, whether it's your local gym, whether it's the teams that you go to, you know, hey, there's my partner and me that are doing this together. Can we get like a two-person discount? Most of the time the answer will be no, but sometimes people surprise you. And if you don't ask, you never get. The third is, I sometimes like to say, well, okay, maybe this hobby is so much more important to me than going out for dinner twice a week or once a week. Can I drop that down to once a fortnight so that I can spend a little bit more money on the hobby? Because I don't really value spending money on eating out, but I do value this thing. Like just reallocating your budget, you will find things that you're spending money on, that subscription that you didn't realize you were still paying for, that can just free up a little bit of capital for the things that you enjoy. And the fourth thing that I've found that helps me is saying to myself, well, doing this hobby, like let's say running for a triathlon, training for one, doing certain adult sports, this makes me more happier. 
it makes me more fit. It gives me more productivity at work. And therefore, my ability to make money improves by doing this hobby. Like, yes, that's maybe a little bit like toxic productivity vibes, but that's the justification I like to use. Hey, I do this hobby and that makes me happy and therefore I'm happier at work and therefore I make more money to fund hobby. Is that delusional? No. In saying that, I know that this is maybe not what you wanted to hear. Maybe you wanted like a deep dive around, yes, there's all these different ways that you can skimp down and stop doing the hobbies and save your money and, you know, be better. But there's a conversation to be had about can we live a life where we are doing as much as we can to save? We're doing things like finding secondhand bikes for the hobbies that we're interested in, but also just acknowledging that $300 each season for four seasons a year, if that is the most expensive hobby you have and you're happy to cut down on other things and it fits in your budget and you're not going into debt for it, is that really that bad? No. I don't think so. And I like that people have different things, you know? We're not all the same. We need someone to be doing triathlons. I can't do it. Sonia can't take one for the team. Like, we need this person to do this for us. Otherwise, we'll have nothing to watch on the Olympics. No. Different breed of person. I love it. Now, if you have a money secret or a hot take, we would love to hear it. Send us a DM or email us at hello at girlsatinvest.com and you may just be featured in next week's episode. Until next time, Sonia. Till next time, Sim. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer. Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team. Bye.